For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 143, Open Houses. As February comes to a close, we begin to rapidly approach the spring market. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be covering a variety of topics to help warm up for the spring market that is about to ensue. Topics that will be discussed include prepping the home for the market, getting pre-approved, how to handle multiple bid situations, and much more. However, to start this series of episodes today, we are talking about the ins and outs of open houses. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now here is your host, your real estate expert, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Thank you, Lou. Can you believe that we are already at the end of February? It's yes. just insane. Yep. Yep. That's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Ready for nice weather. So actually we haven't had bad weather. It's been I was about to say, yeah, around here, actually really, been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We really can't complain. We've had a relatively mild, mild uh, winter, which uh, for uh, for the Wilcox household has been wonderful because when you have two little ones, you're like, it's above freezing. We can put a jacket in you. You're getting outside. <laughs> so it's been nice that we haven't had a lot of snow and freezing weather and ice. And um, I think I really think that harsh weather we had before the holidays lent itself to have a little bit of a mild winter on the back half, which That's I'm totally okay right. With. We did have that terrible thing over Christmas where everybody's pipes froze and there was yep. all kind of terribleness. So, yeah, yes. yeah, we're due. We're due for something good. So, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the reason I bring that up, Lou, is because that kind of leads to what we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. So um, anybody who's been listening to the podcast over the last couple of months knows that we kind of made a little bit of a shift in 2023, and we've been starting to do more mini-series and kind of taking some bigger topics and breaking them down into smaller bite-sized chunks. And that's what we're going to continue to do over the course of the next couple of weeks. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, um, we're getting into the Lent season for any of you um, that that are churchgoers uh, like myself. Um, and so I thought, you know, Lent, uh, you know, coupled with the mild winter and the warmer weather um, is really the indicator of, okay, we're in that 11th hour right before we hit the spring market. And so I thought what better way over the next six weeks leading us up to Holy Week and leading us up to Easter than to kind of have just a smorgasbord of topics that um, are going to lead us to um, you know, things that are that are revolved around the spring market and topics that are going to get us ready for the spring market. So some okay. of them are going to be geared towards buyers. Some of them are going to be geared towards sellers. Some like today are going to be geared towards both. And so every week between now and Easter is going to be a different topic, but all the topics are going to be related to if you are looking to buy or sell this spring market, these topics are for you. And today uh, is no exception. Today we're talking about open houses. Um, 
I should note that these there's no hierarchy to this order. This is just these are the six topics I wanted to talk about. No one is any other more or less important than the other. They're all equally important and there's really no rhyme or reason to the order. But uh, today we're going to start with open houses. Okay, open house. Other than so, what is an open house? Other than like what they used to have when we were kids at school, what is an open house? Oh, I used to hate those open houses when we were in school. But let's let's not go there. Let's not go right, there. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, an open house because this is a one on one podcast. We start back from the start. An open house is simply a select date and time where a licensed realtor is going to sit at the house that's on the market and essentially the house is open for the general public to come tour it. You can just come tour it, whether you're looking to buy, if you're not looking to buy, if you're the neighbor, if you're just wanting to see what's out, you know, on the market, if you're just generally interested, you don't have to have a realtor. You don't have to be pre-approved. It is open for the general public to come in, to tour, to see it and to, just walk around the house and see what's going on and check it out and see if they love it, hate it, like it anywhere in the middle. Um, it's just a chance for anybody who wants to come see the house from the general public from that time. It's usually a two to three hour event. Um, when I first got into the business, uh, most of them were Sunday, one to three, two to four, one to four. Um, sometimes during Steeler seasons, we'll see them Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I've seen them Saturday more recently. Um, I've seen some Twilight tours happening on Wednesday nights now where they do like a five to seven, you know, after work type thing. But there's a certain amount of hours where you can come tour it, and they're usually in two to three hour increments. Okay. So, so like kind of like a, I'm sorry, uh, kind of like a funeral home viewing. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's Just not, uh, it's not a all little day. bit more happy. Yeah, it's not all day long. And if you're nosy about what your neighbor's house looks like inside, this is your chance to go and check it out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I would say that it's maybe a happy, happier time uh, than, than uh, a funeral viewing unless you really liked your neighbor or you really hated the person who passed away. <laughs> Exactly. So who? So 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 you already mentioned that it's the real estate uh, agent that sort of conduct. Right. Is that how this works? The real estate agent orchestrates this. Yes. The reason I put this bulleted point in here is because I've had this happen on a couple of occasions, which I always thought was fun. Um, who opens who hosts the open house? It's going to be one of three people. The most likely culprit is going to be the listing agent most of the time, but not all the time. I would say maybe 50, 60 percent of the time. It's going to be the listing agent that listed the house is going to do the open house. Sometimes if it was listed by a larger team, uh, it might be one of the team members on that team. Um, so if it's if it's one of the bigger, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, uh, I'm an uh, I'm a single agent. But how you can tell um, if you are on a team is is if there's the name team after it. So, like, if I had a team, I would be the Jason Wilcox team. Gotcha. Um, we've had John Geisler on in the past. He has a team. It's the John Geisler team. So it might be someone on that person's team. Uh, the last person it could potentially be is if it's not the listing agent and if it's not 
someone on the listing agent's team, if that's applicable. It could be just another agent in the office, somebody who's wanting to sit open houses, somebody who's wanting to, to have that on the weekend. The reason I say that, um, I, I, I'll use this specific one because I remember it happening once to me. Um, when I was younger, I was sitting other agents open houses um, just to you know get to know the inventory and get to know the neighborhoods and things like that. And I sat uh, one for an agent in our office once, her name's Krista. And it's kind of funny because I think the general public just thinks it's always going to be the listing agent. So they walk in, they say me, they see me and they're like, you're not Krista. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. Absolutely not Krista. <laughs> so I say that to the general public that if you see the name out on the front side, don't assume that's the person that's open house or holding the open house. That's more of just a PSA. It might be somebody else. So, And how should the seller prepare yes. for the open house? So when it comes to the open house – I don't want to make this sound morbid because as I was preparing my show notes, I realized the way I was going to answer this may sound kind of morbid and I don't mean it to be. Sellers, you have to understand you are opening your house to the general public. Anybody can come in. Anybody. Now, again, not to scare you because my open houses have always been good experiences and I have people that are just generally genuinely interested in the market. You know, they want to see the house. They have no ill will. Sometimes they come with their realtors, but generally speaking, I've had good experiences, but you have to know people are coming into your house. So aside from the normal staging that you do um, for showings like, you know, putting toys away, making sure that the, the, the carpets are vacuumed, you know, you really need to make sure that you have gone into hotel living for the, 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 the concept of an open house, you know, please make sure all your dishes are washed and put away. Please make sure all your valuables are put away. You know, please make sure that there's no piles of clothes anywhere. Make sure there's no toys left out a, a strewn. I mean, you basically have to have the house cleaned up because the people from the public are going to be coming. So you want it as spick and span, as tidy, as neat, as clean as possible. You know, no muss, no fuss, no mess, you know, nothing like that. You want that all put away. And basically the only thing you want out is the big stuff, the couches, the tables, the lamps, the beds, you know, the furniture, that's it. Otherwise, if it's something small, especially if it's a personal item, if it's a valuable, if it's jewelry, if it's medication, if it's a firearm, get it away. Put it somewhere safe. Basic, basically, basically, treat your house as if all of us coming to tour your house were like toddlers. What do you have to do with toddlers? You have to lock everything up because what will toddlers do? They will get into the one thing that you don't want them to get into. They will not play with the pile of toys in the living room. They will be trying to get into the cabinet underneath the sink with all your cleaning supplies. Exactly. Okay. Good, good point. Good point. So then what should buyers expect from an open house? Buyers should expect that when you come in, you're going to be able to walk the house. You're going to be able to check out all of the different rooms. You're going to be able to open things that come with the house um, if they are already not done so and and some realtors um for their open houses or some sellers will do this um if the closet doors are not open you can open the closet doors um if the cabinets aren't open in the kitchen you can open that basically when you're touring the house you can um check out anything that comes with the house but leave alone the stuff 
that doesn't come with the house. So for example, if there's a nightstand in the room, you know darn well that nightstand is not coming with the house. You don't know darn well most people are probably going to have like their underwear or their personal garments in there. Don't open that, you know, don't open that nightstand drawer. You know, only open what is coming with the house uh and and not what is. But otherwise you should be uh able to tour around the entire house, check out all the different rooms. Um, you know, make some notes and and hopefully get to see just about every part of the house with the exception of like maybe the attic and a crawl space. Uh, you should otherwise be able to get into all the rooms. And is it okay for buyers to bring their real their realtors, uh, their real estate advisors with them? Yes. So this is kind of an interesting conversation that I've had with a lot of my buyers um, over the years as to whether or not they want me to come to the open house. So the short answer is yes, it's more than okay to bring your realtor to an open house. Here's what I've always done with my buyers. And this is just me. Feel free to, you know, like I said, this is just what I talk about. Other agents may do other things. If I have just started working with buyers and they are in a place where they're still kind of uncertain about whether or not, you know, they want to be in a certain neighborhood, whether or not they want to be a certain price range. I may say, hey, look, any open houses, go to them, check them out, have fun. Let me know what you think. Let me know if this sways your decision one way or another, if we're going to continue looking in this area, if we're going to continue looking at this price range, if we're going to continue looking at this style of house. Go for it. Have fun. Appreciate you keeping me in the loop that you're going to open houses. Um, and I may not necessarily join if it's just like, hey, we're going to try to hit three or four houses this the open houses this weekend just to kind of get a feel for what's out there. However, I have definitely been in situations where buyers go, no, Jace, We've been looking for three months now. I think this house could be it. It's no show until the open house on Sunday. Will you come with us? Absolutely. Because if they're looking at this house going, this potentially could be the house. I will absolutely join you because I want to see the house before making an offer for you or writing up an offer for you on the house. So in that case, I will definitely join because I do want to see the house. I want to be there. I want to walk you through it. I want to offer my own thoughts and opinions. If time allows, maybe we do a second showing afterwards. Uh, but otherwise, if I have a serious buyer that I know they could pull the trigger on that house, I'm definitely going to want to go there. And and most likely, whoever you're working with is going to want to do the same thing. Because again, we like to be with our clients in the home before writing up an offer so we can properly advise them when writing the offer um and we can't do that if we haven't seen the house okay all right um now there are some etiquette <laughs> and yes that we and this is funny when we have we discussed this uh on several podcasts over the past couple of years um uh not this not in this context, but just in general, certain etiquettes you have when you're when you're is buying, selling, etc. And some of these really kind of seem like most people would be like, well, yeah, that's just, you know, common sense, common courtesy. But unfortunately, there's a handful of people out there in the world that yep. need to be told what to do, yep. what is appropriate and what is inappropriate. So why don't you go through this? You have a nice long list here. I don't think we need to spend too much time on each one, but go ahead. Yeah. So these are just some general do's and don'ts. These are just, let's call these Jason Wilcox's personal pet peeves with regards to open houses. Um, number one, do not, do not, do not show up early and do not, do not, do not stay late. If I have an open house from one to three, Karen, that's not 1245. Keith, that's not 
1250. That is one zero zero one o'clock. And the reason I say that very quickly is just because when we are doing open houses, for a lot of us realtors, it's one of several appointments in our day. So I don't want you showing up early because especially for me, a lot of times I have church right beforehand. A lot of times I'm not getting to the open house until 1240, 1245. I need time to set up signs, turn on lights, um, you know, and, and put out materials and things like that. I don't want to be doing that while you're in the house. One o'clock means one o'clock, Karen and Keith. Uh, consequentially, don't stay afterwards because uh, again, you know, I may be doing an open house until three and then I may have to have an appointment uh, in, in you know, a, a neighboring county or a neighboring uh, area at 3.30 and I need to get out of there. So don't show up early. Don't stay up late or don't stay late. Don't stay um, late. Don't stay up late. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> do we take our, um, do we take our shoes off? Yeah. So uh, the first thing you should find out is you should ask, um, should I remove my shoes upon entering? This is especially common now when the weather's still a little mucky, if you will. Um, and also, you know, use common sense. But then again, this is why we're going through that list is because people don't use common sense. <laughs> if you walk in and you see 10 sets of shoes right in front of you, it probably means the seller wants you to take the, the shoes off. But especially this time of year when the weather's still a little crummy, expect to take your shoes off. And for the love of all things holy, please wear socks. Because if you're one to not wear uh, uh, socks with your shoes or you wear sandals. It's weird walking barefoot through somebody else's house. Um, okay. Check out the inside first and then go to the outside of the home. This is just one of those little personal pet peeves. This kind of goes with taking off your shoes. Nothing drives me more nuts. And this is for my own personal showings too. When somebody walks in, they, they check out the living room. They're like, oh, let's go check out the deck. Because then what happens is if it is mucky, if it's crummy, if it's still a little wet outside or dewy or there are leaves all over the place, you walk outside, you walk right back in and you track all that crap in the house. Come in. Take your shoes off, look at the whole inside of the house, then put your shoes back on and go outside. It's not rocket science. Okay. And then there is, there is, you sign in for these, right? This isn't just. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So with open houses, um, please sign in. Uh, part of the, the thing with an open house is realtors are still responsible for who's coming in and out of the house. They need to have an accurate, accurate account of who's coming in and out. Please sign in. Um, some people don't like to sign in. Some people still think, you know, the, the, you know, by signing in and giving to be your phone number, the Russians are going to invade, you know, your, your, your personal information. It's not going to happen like this. You know, we're, we're not in 1983 anymore. You don't have to be worried about, you know, people <laughs> hacking into your stuff. I know some people don't because, you know, you may go on a list, you may get some promotional, uh, marketing or things like that, but you know, you can always unsubscribe to that. You can always opt out of that. You can always block the phone number, you know, at the end of the day, sign in. So we have an accurate account of who's there. And if we truly sincerely need to get a hold of you afterwards, um, you know, we want a proper phone number. You never know when somebody's going to accidentally leave a wallet behind. And then we need to go through that list to find out who was there to see if somebody left their wallet. You know, just, you know, use common sense. Please sign in. Okay, cool. And uh, I can bring my dog, right? <laughs> the fact that in 2023, I still have to say this. Here it goes. Don't bring your pets to open houses. Yeah, once in a rare blue moon, I realize we might be dealing with an emotional support animal that's different. You know who you are. But otherwise, don't bring your pet. Just don't. Pets are not uh, welcome, are not appropriate for uh, this. Absolutely. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and what about my, but am I allowed to bring my kids? Um, if you have to bring your kids, that's fine. I don't have an issue with kids coming to open houses. Please just make sure that if they do come, they're not running around. Um, it is somebody's home. Um 
you know, you know, you are in public, but you're not in public. You are in public, but you're in someone else's home. Uh, please make sure that if you're not going to contain your kids, um, please don't bring them. The realtor is liable for the property and anything that happens during that time. I don't want to have to yell at somebody else's kids. It's awkward and uncomfortable, but at the same time, it's my open house and I have to be responsible for what's going on in there. So please just, if you know they're not going to be well-behaved, leave them at home or leave them in the car. Okay. And sometimes though, you do bring other people with you, correct? And how does that, how does that, how should that play out? Yes. So uh, sometimes you might have multiple people in your group or, uh, more commonly, when I was writing this, I was writing this in the fact that right now open houses are getting a lot of attention, and sometimes it's not uncommon for 10, 20, 30 people to be at an open house at one time. Um, what I really recommend is just spread out. You know, if you're walking in and there are two groups in front of you, um, you know, if one group goes upstairs and then another group is like staying in the living room, checking out the main level, go to the basement. You know, try to spread out. There's no rhyme or reason. You don't have to start in any one location. Um, just try to spread out. It's weird if you've got three families in the master bedroom. It's weird if you have two families in the in the bathroom at the same time. Now, granted, <laughs> if you're that type of person that needs to know, you can fit four people in your bathroom because, you know, that's your thing. Then great, fine. It's good to know that you can fit four or five people in that bathroom at once. But uh, otherwise, do just try to, to try to spread out. And with that said, don't listen in on other people's conversations. Um, open houses, you're going to get a wide range of people from people who are just starting their um their journey to people who I've been looking for a while and are seriously making, thinking about making an offer. Um, don't listen in. It's personal conversations. Consequently, on the other side, if you are having conversations, if you're shouting at the top of your lungs, you know, and that goes for guys like me who are not the quietest people in the world. Um, but know that just it's not polite to listen in conversations because you don't know the extent of what they're talking about. And something that may not be a big concern to you might be a big concern to those people that are looking at the house. You just don't know. It's not important. It's not your business. Don't listen in. And most importantly, for the love of all things holy, don't put your own two cents in. No one cares. No one cares. Um, am I allowed to take my own pictures and videos? Um, as long as the realtor gives thumbs up. Yeah. Just ask, um, you know, on the, on the flip side, sellers in 2023 cameras are very popular. Um, not to mention, you just never know. I've actually had to virtually tour buyers through an open house cause they've been out of state. Um, but just sellers expect it, uh, that people are going to want to take videos and, and photos. It's nothing personal. It's just, they want to be able to recollect about it afterwards. Uh, but buyers, you know, it is appropriate just to ask and make sure, but you should be good okay and it, we we touched on this earlier about touching keep your hands to yourself don't yeah touch crap. don't touch it yeah don't touch anything and don't be a bob vila what what this gets at is um an open house is not a home inspection buyers <laughs> you will most likely make an offer uh based on or make an offer based on getting a home inspection the home inspection is when you can get on the stairs and go into the attic. You can start dismantling the the HVAC system. You can start dismantling the AC. You know, you can start, you know, running the dishwasher and checking all these things out. Not in an open house. It's not appropriate. Um, and, and to that extent, don't be a Bob Vila. We don't care. We don't care, Keith and Karen, what you did to your house in a neighboring county in 1976 when you bought your house. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care what you think. You know, 
we just don't like you know we don't we 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 don't care look around make your notes if you want to be observational if you want to you know if you want to at least poke your head in the electrical panel fine hopefully the electrical panel will be open anyways you know take your flashlight look around but don't be verbal about it just take your own mental notes and then leave you know we don't care and furthermore as a realtor i can tell you i am holistically unimpressed anybody somebody's trying to like talk big game on me when they're like oh look at these pipes and this is what they did i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't know if you can see when my eyes are rolling in the back of my head when <laughs> i try to talk like, like that to us just don't do it but, so but, um with that said be honest with right. the feedback that, yeah. um when i say be honest with feedback take that with a grain of salt um when i say be honest with feedback i mean hey if the bedrooms are too small, if uh, if the driveway is not big enough, if the house is a little further away from work than possible, share that. Share that. Don't 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 be afraid to to share that 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 feedback. And even if you go, hey, you know what? It's a little more updated on this house than I I would want to do. Say that. Don't be afraid to be honest, um, especially if it's the realtor running the open house. The honest feedback is appreciated. Um, obviously, with that said. Don't be rude and disrespectful. Don't be like, oh my goodness, what acid were they on when they chose this wallpaper with this <laughs> tile, with this carpeting? This is atrocious. It looks like something Stevie Wonder put together. But that's that's a little unnecessary. That's a little unnecessary. It's a little rude. It's a little disrespectful. So be polite, but do be honest. Um, I've had this happen before. Okay. Don't discuss anything that would compromise your bargaining power. I walk. I had. I had a house. So I did a showing once with a client right before the open house. So I got in at like twelve thirty before the open house, and as we're leaving, the listing agent comes in, and I don't know what in the Holy Mother Mary they were thinking, but I was talking to the listing agent. My buyers were there. We were talking. I was like, anything we need to know, you know, close date, you know, anything that the the that we should be aware of when it comes to, you know, writing an offer. We really like it. There's a possibility of writing an offer. And we're chit-chatting. And finally the buyer goes, yeah, yeah, we really like it. And if all things check out, I don't think we have any issues offering full asking price. Like, really? Really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and literally when he yeah. said that the wife and I looked at each other and we're like, he just did not say that. Did he? So, you know, watch what you say, because even if you are, it is our job to negotiate. And if we can help you save a few bucks, we will try to maybe help you save a few bucks. So just watch what you say. Um, and then finally, last but not least, don't overstay your welcome. Um, my, I, I allot about 15 to 20 minutes to get through an open or to get through a showing. If it's a little bit of a bigger house, maybe maybe closer to a half hour. Uh, but I usually allot about 15, 20 minutes for your average three to four bedroom home. If it's you know, under 2000 square feet, you should be able to get through it kind of quickly. Um, you know, if you're there for 45 minutes to an hour to an hour and 15, hour and a half, you're staying way too long. Don't, don't overstay your welcome. Get in, look at what you need to do. Um, and, and, and look at what you need to look at and then get out. Yeah. If you're sitting down and watching television and having a cup of coffee, you're probably there too long. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that the, the, those chips ahoy in the cupboard are not yours. <laughs> okay. So I, we covered a lot here. Is there any final thoughts or anything you want to add before we wrap up for today? Um, I think the biggest thing is just that, you know, open houses are a great part of the real estate experience for sellers. It's a great opportunity to uh, get a large group of people in, in a very short amount of time to be able to tour your house. And obviously the more interest, the better, um, you know, 
Just make sure, sellers, that you are properly preparing your house for an open house. Make sure it's clean, neat, tidy. Make sure everything's put away. Um, if you have to question whether something, whether or not something should be out during an open house, the answer is probably no. Uh, buyers, same thing. It's a great thing to hit a couple of houses um, in a short amount of time. If there's a couple of um, houses in a neighborhood that's having an open house, use them to your advantage, no matter um, whether you're first just looking or whether you're very specific about where you want to be. Just again, use common common sense. You're in someone else's home. I know you're not the only one there. I know there are a large group of people there. Um, it's not, the seller's not there, so it can feel very impersonal, but you are in someone's home. Please respect it. Please treat it as such. Um, and otherwise, all oh, will have a great experience when it's coming to an open house because they are very much an invaluable part of what we do uh, when it comes to the home buying and selling process. Okay. All good stuff here some of the stuff seems like common sense but you know you get into a situation sometimes and you maybe you're enthusiastic or you're not thinking and maybe you say something you shouldn't say or do something you shouldn't do so these are just some tips to kind of keep you on track and make sure that the whole process goes smoothly for both the buyer and the seller and you're not hurting yourself or or anything like that as you uh as you just discuss uh the offer or whatever you might make uh you know in these situations while you're doing these open houses so all right jason thanks a lot man really good good information for everybody out there if you would like to get more information if you're interested in maybe uh, you're selling or buying you're thinking about it even if it's a little bit down the road for you jason wants to start working with you right away as you're going to find out if you haven't already uh in some of the upcoming podcasts that getting your getting a real estate advisor involved as soon as possible is one of the best things that you can do you can reach out to Jason right now at 412-651-4638. That is a cell phone. You may text as well. Or Jason.Wilcox at PittsburghMoves.com. Next week, we will be discussing, what will we be discussing? Oh, the importance of getting pre-approved. So you don't want to miss that. In the meantime, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast.